Welcome to the Hope United Podcast, where we're creating a culture of worship, family, and discipleship. We hope this message challenges, inspires, and gives you hope today. If you like this podcast, remember to share and subscribe. Last week, we were talking about the gate of gratitude. Somebody say that with me. The gate of gratitude. Say it one more time. The gate of gratitude. Now, just like in the natural, there are gates and there are doors that things can come in and things can go out. In the spiritual, there are things, there are gates, there are doors that things can come in and come out. Good things can come in. uh, Bad things can come in, depending on the gate. But we're talking about the gate of gratitude, and this is a gate that God uses to bring powerful things into our lives. Also, it allows us to to grow in our relationship and go deeper uh, into God's presence. So our passage of Scripture we've been looking at is Psalm 100, verse 4. They'll put that up on the screen for you. And it says, enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. So we understand Gratitude is a gate. Gratitude is also a form of worship. Just as much as we can sing and we can dance, we can also say thank you and God counts it as an act of worship. Um, today we're going to push a little further and I've entitled this Open the Gates. Somebody say that real loud. Open the Gates. For this we're going to go to Psalm 24, verse 7 and 8. If you'll go with me. It says, Open up. Ancient gates, open up ancient doors and let the king of glory enter. Who is this king of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord invincible in battle. I like that. Have you ever noticed when there were certain times in your life that you love the Lord, you know that the Lord loves you, but for whatever reason you just felt distant. You felt like you didn't experience that same presence of God that you felt in other times in your life. You knew you still loved God, but there was some type of disconnect. Anybody ever been there? And so there's moments or seasons though that, that we, that we feel his closeness and we go through moments that we feel far. Um, but what I've realized is when we express gratitude, it draws God closer to me And me closer to God. Gratitude is that type of door. Let's look at it again. Psalm 24, 7. Open up ancient gates. Open up ancient doors and let the king of glory enter. The scripture is telling us that gratitude is a gate that needs to be opened. These gates, you know, they're gates that God has established since the beginning. And these are gates that have been there a long time. It says, open up you ancient gates, you ancient doors, something that God established long ago. And one of these gates is gratitude. How do we get God into our life? And I'm not talking about just knowing God. There's a gate of salvation, right? But there's, there's, there's many gates in our life that allow God to come closer to us and us closer to God. One of these gates is gratitude. We open the gate, we open the doors that the king of glory can come in. And even if God is already in your life, there are places that we can look in our life and say, I need to open this gate. I need to allow God to get a little closer in this area. I realize that there's a gate here that can either let God in or keep God out. 
And so in the temple in Jerusalem, we look, there was even with that, there's a progression, right? There's an outer court, there's an inner court, and there's the Holy of Holies. And so not everybody was in the Holy of Holies, right? Some people, they just were in the outer court. They weren't allowed to be in the inner court, right? Some people were in the inner court and they were not allowed in the Holy of Holies. But when Jesus came, we know when he died on the cross, the Bible said the veil was torn. And now we have access to God. So today we understand we have access to God, but it's still our responsibility to open the gate of gratitude so that we can proceed closer to him and he can proceed closer to us. So just as in the natural, in the temple, there was a progression and this was uh, something that God established so people could get a, a type in shadow or an understanding of how things work also in the spirit. When we live a life of gratitude, God can go from the outer court of our lives to the inner court and ultimately to the Holy of Holies or the most intimate parts of who we are. And vice versa, when we open up the gates of gratitude, we too go from the outer court to the inner court to the most intimate places of knowing God. Have you ever been in a room with somebody and they were there, but they weren't really engaged with what you were saying? Like they were somewhere else, like their mind, they were thinking about groceries or they were thinking about something else. It wasn't what you were doing and what you were saying. So they were in the room physically, but they were not fully engaged. When we show gratitude, you know, it's not just God being with us because God is omnipresent. So he's everywhere, right? You've heard that concept. He's, he's omnipresent. He's everywhere. But then we understand also there are moments that we feel him, right? He's manifest. So there's a difference between he's omnipresent, he's everywhere, and his manifest presence. His manifest presence is when you feel him. Like, I know God is here. I know God is in this place. I know God was with us while we were worshiping. I know God is in this room right now. The manifested presence of God. And so the, 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 the amazing thing about gratitude is gratitude causes us to engage with God and causes God to engage with us. So it's, it's the difference from moving between omnipresence, God is, God is everywhere, he's all over the world, right? But God is really manifesting himself in my life because I'm opening the gate of gratitude and letting the king of glory in. Are you following me so far? Uh, look at somebody say, this is good. Right. I want to open up the gate of gratitude that I can develop my relationship with God to a deeper level. We all know there's a difference between knowing somebody and knowing knowing somebody, right? Like when you know somebody or somebody's an acquaintance or they're a friend, right? Or somebody's a friend or they're a best friend. So there's different levels of knowing someone. So maybe you know God, but God is saying, I want us to take our relationship to the next level. Guys, how many times have you, have you ever been in that position that you said, we need to take our relationship to the next level? Well, God wants to take his relationship with us to the next level. We want to take our relationship with God to the next level. And one of the ways we do that is through gratitude. It's a gate. We open that gate and we begin to grow in our relationship with him. The Bible said that Abraham was a friend of God. How do you get to that place? How do you get to the place where it was said of you that you're a friend of God? Well, one of the ways is gratitude. 
One of the ways is saying thank you. One of the ways is going back and rehearsing what God has done before and saying, God, I'm, I'm so appreciative for what you've done in my life to bring me to this point today. God, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't even be here today. God, if it wasn't for you, I, I, I wouldn't be in this room. I, I wouldn't be in this place financially. I wouldn't be in this place with these people in my life. And God, I'm thankful. So the Bible says Abraham was a friend of God. He understood about gratitude. If you want to get to the place like Abraham, or you want to get to the place like David when you're a man or a woman after God's own heart, you have to be able to open the gate of gratitude. In some of the darkest moments of David's life, he still would praise God. He was still thankful. He would still find a way to honor God, even in the midst of very, very, very difficult moments. Let's go back to our scripture here. Psalm 24, 7 and 8. Open up ancient gates. Open up ancient doors and let the king of glory enter. Who is the king of glory? What type of person is he? What type of God is he? The Lord strong and mighty. And this is, this is, this is awesome. I hope you get this today. When we open up the gate of gratitude, there is a God that is coming into your life that is strong and mighty. And that's why that's important is because we reach the end of our capability, of our strength, of what we know what to do. And when we show gratitude, we are welcoming God into our life. And our God is a God that brings his might and his strength into our life. One way to say that is if I'm doing everything I can in the natural and it's not good enough and I open up the door, a gate of gratitude and I let God in who is able to do something that is beyond my natural, that's called supernatural. God wants to bring the miraculous into your life, but you have to open the gate of gratitude. Look at somebody and say, open the gate, open the gate. That's what God wants us to do is open the gate. There's some things that God wants to do. There's some blessings God wants to give us. There's some miracles that God wants to bring into our life. But we have to open the gate of gratitude. There are moments when we're at the end of our strength. There are moments when they're in, we're at the end of what we can do in the natural. And we have to invite God's supernatural power into our life through gratitude. Nothing is impossible for him. The Bible says he created the universe. He, he flung the stars into space. And he is desirous of coming in in a deeper level into our lives. Who is this king of glory? The God that is strong and mighty. His strength is superior to our strength. His might is superior to ours. And one of the things that God brings into our life because he is strong and mighty is the miraculous. When I open up the gates of gratitude, he comes in with miracles. How many need a miracle in your life? There's something you're praying about. There's something that you're believing for. I need miracles. I don't know about you. You know, you could be at the valley. You could be at the mountaintop. Maybe you're just looking for God to take you to that next place. You say, God, I need a miracle. When I show gratitude, when I open up the door of gate of gratitude, I'm welcoming God in a deeper way into my life, and God brings with him his strength and might, his ability to do miracles. 
So Psalm 24, 7 and 8 says, Open up ancient gates. Open up ancient doors. This is something that God established a long time ago to bring blessings into our life. And let the King of glory enter. Who is the King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord, and the NIV says, strong in battle. That's good. The King James Version said, he's mighty in battle. I like that too. But the New Living Translation says he's invincible in battle. I like that the best. Because that tells me, that informs me that losing is not on the table with God. It's not a possibility. It's not in the realm of what could happen. When you're invincible, losing is not an option. And so when I open up the gate of gratitude, get this, I'm welcoming God in a deeper way into my life. And when I'm welcoming him in, with him comes his attributes, his character of being invincible in battle. Why is that important? Because we face battles every day. We go through struggles and the struggle is real. As long as you're on this planet, you will be fighting a battle. You'll be into something that you got a war against the devil. You got a war against circumstances. You're warring against the HR department. You're warring against something. But to say, God, thank you. I am welcoming into my life, God, the sight of God that is invincible. And listen, when I go into a battle, I want to know that who is coming with me. I'm not afraid to go into a battle if I got the right people with me going into the battle, right? You got the right people with me, right? I try to keep the right people around me so that whatever battles that I face, right? But the most important person to have with you is the Lord God who is invincible in battle. So through our gratitude, we welcome God. And his attribute of being invincible in battle. I want that side of God to be active in my life that wins the day. I don't know about you, but I, I want to win. You know, if the Lord says, hey, you need, to, you need to humble yourself, you need to go through this difficult season, yep. But hey, my promise in God is to win. The Bible has said that we are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. No weapon formed against you will prosper. And every tongue that rises up against you will be condemned. This is the heritage of those that love the Lord. I want to say, God, thank you. Get in here in this battle with me. Because I need God's invincibility in whatever battles that I face. When I'm thankful, I open myself up to a whole new level of God's participation in my life. Can I tell you, God wants to participate in your life. He wants to come in. He wants to bring his invincibility into your life. He wants to bring the miraculous into your life. He wants to bring the blessing into your life. He wants to have a deeper relationship with you. When we are grateful, we open up the gates that allow the king of glory to come in. Isaiah 59.1 says, Surely the arm of the Lord is not too short to save, nor his ear too dull to to hear. He's not hard of hearing. He knows what your prayers are. The Bible says he's numbered every hair on your head. So he already knows before you actually prayed the prayer. He knows what you need. And he's able, God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you could ask or think according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. He's able to do it. 
So his arm is not short. His ear isn't heavy. He's able to hear your prayers. But it's gratitude that opens the gate. How many people have prayed a prayer and it didn't get answered? Come on, be real. Be real in church today. How many have, I got my hand up too. I prayed prayers that were not answered. I want to give you this visual, right? You pray a prayer, you are sending a virtual spiritual correspondence with God. Shooting God that email. You're shooting Jesus that telephone call, that text saying, God, I need your help. And let me tell you something. God is faithful. He shows up, but the gate's locked. For whatever reason, we've been going through a difficult season and we're not saying thank you as much in this season. And so God shows up with the answer to your prayer. But you got the gate shut. He's on the outside with your blessing, with your miracle waiting. He said, I'm here to respond. The Bible says he stands at the door. Sometimes the answer is not that God doesn't, the answer is never that God doesn't love you. He loves you. And from the moment we pray, his ear is not dull. But is the gate open for God to bring the blessing into your life? I want us not to pray prayers that fall flat. I want us to pray prayers that are answered. How do we do that? Well, one of the ways is to open up the gate of gratitude. Some of us have invited him in with our words, but have locked him out with our actions. It's the lifestyle of gratitude or the lifestyle of not being grateful that keeps the gate open or keeps the gate closed. Opening the gate of gratitude is having a lifestyle of gratitude. It's not just a, hey, say thank you here and say thank you occasionally, but this is my lifestyle. I don't know about you, but if I want to be successful, if you want to be successful, instead of opening and shutting the gate of gratitude, just keep that thing wide open. Develop a lifestyle that says, God, I'm thankful every day. God, I'm thankful every time I get the chance. Because I want this gate to stay wide open. I want my prayers to be powerful. Listen to this. The prayers of a righteous person avail much. Why? Because they're doing the right thing. They're keeping the gate open. What's the right thing? The right thing is to keep the gate of gratitude open. If you've got the right thing happening, your prayers are going to be powerful and effective and able to move things. I don't want anything to limit our prayers I don't want anything to limit God from coming right in to our lives with blessing, healing, transformation, the miraculous. But this is what God wants from us. Open up the gate. Let the king of glory in. Let's have a life, a lifestyle of gratitude. Or maybe you're saying, Pastor, this sounds awesome. Tell me how to do it. Don't speak in parables. Tell me exactly how to do this. I want to give you four practical steps to apply the principle of gratitude to your life and open the gate and keep the gate open wide. Anybody want to know how to keep the gate wide? Here's four steps to opening and keeping the gate of gratitude open. Number one, 
Start each day with gratitude. When you wake up, first thing is to say thank you. You can change the nature. You can change the atmosphere of your day. You can change the way this thing is about to go by starting with thanksgiving, by starting with being grateful. Don't wait till halfway through the day and the morning was total garbage. Start the beginning of the day. How can I open the gate of gratitude at the beginning of the day? Start your day with the right culture. Start your day at an advantage. Start your day with thank you. God, here's a couple things I'm thankful for. Before I brush my teeth, that's right. (laughs) Just you and God. These are the things that I'm thankful for. Number two, start every conversation with gratitude. When you talk with God, don't start with a laundry list. Don't start with your Santa Claus list. Start with thank you. Start, with, start every prayer with thank you. How many like it when somebody starts the conversation with appreciation? Man, I really just appreciate you. And you've been a good friend. You've been a good whatever you are. <laughs> People like appreciation, and, and then you, you're more responsive to whatever comes after that. Would you agree with that? When somebody shows gratitude, when somebody says thank you, you're more, you're more amicable to what, what, what comes next. When my kids come to me and they say, Dad, thanks for this. Thank you for this. I, I, I want to hear what they have to say. God, our Heavenly Father, is no different. When we start the conversation with thank you, guess what? His ears perk up, the gate is open, and whatever he's got coming our way is going to get to us because we have the gates open. Start every conversation with gratitude. Don't attempt to talk to God at a distance. Open the gate and talk to him face to face. It's powerful. Now, this third one is is a little more difficult because the first two... You could just establish these as habits in your life. I can make it a discipline to, number one, start each day with thank you. I I, I can do that. Muscle memory, just routine, just habit. I can start every conversation, every prayer with, 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 God, thank you. Let me say a few things that I'm thankful for before I get to talking about anything else. The third thing, this one is difficult. Number three is, in trauma, show gratitude. In trauma, show, Pastor, are you saying that in my darkest moments, I need to be grateful? Yes. This is a secret of the kingdom that will help you dig yourself out of whatever hole you find yourself in. Whenever the devil knocks you down or knocks you back or throws you in a pit and thinks you're going to stay there for the rest of your life, how in the world do you think you're going to dig your way out? Gratitude. I had a great conversation with one of the men in our church, and he had a very difficult childhood situation that happened, traumatic. And he said, Pastor, I just have a question to ask you. So we were talking about gratitude last week. He said, and you know my story, you know my testimony, and I just, I don't know how to be thankful in the middle of when I think about this trauma. 
and um, and we talked and we spoke about it. And I was saying to him, it's not that we're always thankful for the trauma, but I'm thankful for the God that can bring me through the trauma. And I'm thankful that God turns whatever the devil means for evil. God has a way creatively to turn it in my favor. So I'm thankful, I'm anticipating, and I'm grateful that he is the type of God that can bring me through. And even in the midst of a lot of bad stuff, I can find the one, the two, the three good things that God is doing and be thankful for those things. In the middle of trauma, show gratitude. How do you think Joseph got out of prison and got out of slavery? He did it with gratitude. He looked at his brothers after their betrayal, after slavery, after prison, and he said, what you meant for evil, God turned it around to save many. Said, don't even go home and argue about this. He was able to be thankful. That mind frame, that attitude of gratitude was what got and changed his circumstances. When you open up the gate of gratitude, you will be amazed how God's miraculous power can change things. In trauma, show gratitude. The Apostle James said in, in James 1, 2 through 4, he said, Consider it pure joy. In other words, be thankful. My brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, and let me tell you, the first century Christians were being persecuted, thrown into the Colosseum, fed to lions. He said, Consider it pure joy. Be thankful when you fall into various trials because know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Is it difficult to be thankful in the middle of trauma? Absolutely. You still may have questions, you still may be frustrated. Still maybe be upset, but out of all these things, these emotions, I'm going to start with God, thank you. Thank you for being here with me. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. I'm thankful, God, that you're with me in the midst of this, that you're going to bring this out, that no weapon formed against me will prosper. So we find a way and we are thankful in the middle of the dark moments. I realize that if I can keep the gate of gratitude open, there's light on the other side of that gate. God is going to pour in into my life. So that's number three. Number four, end each day with gratitude. Here's the last one to help you really reset the culture in your home. And in your life, close out the day with thank you. At the end of the day, review with your family or review by yourself. What am I thankful for? What did God do today that I can say thank you? What has God done this week? What has God done this season? What is it that even it wasn't something this week? What was it five years ago that I can say, God, thank you? What can I rehearse before I go to bed? And you want to have some good sleep at night? 
end with a prayer of thanksgiving. End with being thankful. Before you hit the pillow, thank God one last time. Sneak one in before you go to bed. Practical things that can transform your atmosphere. I want to tell you today, God wants to challenge us to shift our thought process from one that's focused over here and focused over there and angry with this and frustrated with that, worried about this, anxious about that, to God, thank you. Let me open the gate of gratitude and I'm expecting you to bring forth miracles, blessings, favor, the God that's invincible in battle. I'm welcoming the King of glory. I'm opening up the gate that the King of glory can come in and knowing a deeper relationship with him. Will you bow your heads with me today? God, thank you. Thank you for the opportunity to know you more. Thank you for the opportunity, God, to welcome you in a deeper way, in a richer way into our lives. And God, when we say thank you, when we're grateful, we know, God, you are bringing the miraculous into our life. You are helping us to win the day. God, I thank you that this whole month, God, this whole season, we'll just meditate on becoming more thankful, becoming a people of gratitude, having a lifestyle where we keep the gate of gratitude open. Maybe as heads are bowed and eyes are closed, maybe you say, Pastor, I'm not where I need to be with Jesus. I really feel like I need to reconnect with him. I really feel like I've drifted and I'm feeling that distance, but I want to reconnect today. If that's you, just slip up your hand. I want to pray for you right where you are. Amen. Amen. If you lifted up your hand, I want to pray with you. And I want you to say this prayer. Everybody, you can say this prayer with us in agreement. Jesus, thank you. Thank you for your love. Thank you for the sacrifice that you made. Thank you for dying on the cross for me. I need you in my life. I want to reconnect with you like never before. Thank you for your gift of salvation. Thank you for your gift of forgiveness. Thank you for the gift of reconnecting me with the Father. I receive your free gifts. And I'm sorry for drifting. I'm sorry for pulling away for any sins any shortcomings forgive me today Jesus I need you to walk with me show me how to live like you how to please you how to live by your commands and be successful in Jesus name everybody said Amen. Come on, let's give God the praise. Thanks again for listening. If you like this podcast, remember to share and subscribe. For more information or to connect with us, go to hopeunited.church. And remember, if God is with you, you will be undefeated.